wonderful morning out there. Welcome to another live broadcast. My name is Isa Phillips Akintola. Wherever you are connecting or be joining us from this morning, I want to specially welcome you to another live broadcast. This is another day the Lord has made. We want to thank God for this day. Today is the 25th of the month of September. The month of September is a glorious month. It's a month where we've been seeing all kinds of manifestations and realities of the counsels of God. We want to thank God for the day that heaven has given to us once again. It's a privilege and an honor to be part of this glorious day. And it's a privilege to invite you this morning to join this platform where the Spirit of God is speaking to us expressly. We want to believe God this morning that as we continue to you know, look into God's heart, into God's word, and of course into, into the desires of God for our life, for our family, for our city, for our nation, and of course for our generation and for the body of Christ, that the Spirit of God will continue to show us and give us patterns on how to, you know, build and how to advance. And this morning I have something a bit different that I would like us to look into, more of encouraging us, a sense, uh, you know, a, a, you know, a kind of in a, a, a discouragement and a drawing back in the heart of many in the body of Christ. And I would like to just, you know, speak along that line this morning. Of course, we'll continue to deal with the issues of, you know, the restoration of the altar, the priesthood, and of course, you know, the, the authority that heaven has given to us. But I want to share something this morning that I hope will, you know, spark the fire of God again in our heart because, of course, these are just the beginning of glorious things and great things that heaven has, you know, uh, is ushering us into so I want to welcome everybody this morning. Thank you, Sister Dioni. Thank you, Brother uh, brother Derek. And uh, I see, I'm not sure other person joined us, but I can see about five people, six people joining us. Thank you. I can see your name. I can only see one name before me. So thank you so very much. If I don't mention your name, please don't get angry with me. Don't get annoyed. It's because I can see the names of everyone joining, but I appreciate everyone connecting with us this morning or whatever your time zone that you're connecting from. I really do appreciate appreciate it. I believe the Lord this morning that we all want to hear God. Thank you so much, my brother. I see you. Thank you, Brother uh, Bakiso from uh, Botswana. Thank you for connecting with me this morning. God bless you. We want to thank God for this glorious day. This is the day of the Lord. And in the day of the Lord, we need perspective. We need direction. Amen. We need insight. We need a new order of how to connect. Amen. With where, where, where God is leading us to and with the people that God will have us amen, connect to. And that's what I want us to look into this morning. We want to see the heart of God, the mind of God for this present day that we live in. Father, we thank you once again. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your goodness, your mercy. Thank you for waking us up. Yes, it's, it's through your mercy and grace that we have been awakened again into the land of the living, not the land of the dead. So we are grateful that we are alive, but alive in you. Thank you for your voice this morning that will bring clarity and direction to our life. Thank you for the way that you're going to speak to us, the, the way that you're going to minister to us. Thank you this morning that we all, Father, will receive, oh God, yes, an impartation, a ministration from the various areas and uniqueness, oh Father, that we need to hear from. Thank you this morning that once again, you will feel us, Almighty God. We will be strengthened. We will be weak. We will be strong, oh God. We will not be weak, oh God. The enemy will not weaken us. We will not weary us, but we will rise up in the authority and the power of your spirit. We thank you once again this morning. I pray, oh God, that this word that will flow out of my mouth will be words of life, words of hope, words of faith, words of courage. I pray in the name of Jesus that your anointing, as we looked at the last time, oh God, will fall upon us and will 
enable us to be able to stand and to execute, oh God, yes, that which your spirit desire for our life and for our generation. We thank you, oh God, that yes, your altar is being restored on this brand new day. Your temple is being restored. Our life is being restored. Indeed, we are the altar. We are the temple, oh God. We are the aroma that is rising up to you. We thank you this morning, oh God, that you will perfect your will in our life. You'll perfect your will in our, in our household, in our family. You will perfect your will, O oh God, in our nation, in our city. We will not be moved by what we see or how we feel. We will continue to allow your spirit to direct us, to impart our lives, to teach us, to build us up, O oh God, until we come to that fullness, until we come to that day of maturity, that day, yes, of the telios. We thank you. We honor your name once again, that you're building your church and the gates of hell will not prevail. Thank you, Father. Thank you for everyone, every man, every woman this morning. Thank you for your church this morning. Thank you for the ecclesia. We speak life, O oh God. Where we are weak, we speak strength, O oh God. Where the enemy has weakened us, we proclaim and we declare that our vision, O oh God, will not die. We receive the vision of Caleb, O oh God. We receive the vision that after 40 years, Caleb was still, yes, O oh God, a life in the spirit to receive. And beyond that, O oh God, to take the mountain that has been given to him. We thank you this morning, Father. That we are rising up. We are rising up, O oh God, with the spirit of Caleb, O oh God. We are rising up with the strength of Joshua. We are proceeding. We are coming to the place of the full reality of your intentions for our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, thank you, my dear sister uh, Tina, for joining also. And everyone out there connecting with us, God bless you. Thank you for joining us. I would like to draw your attention to something that i felt the lord all right you know draw my attention to this this early hour today all right and that is you know to strengthen you know uh, the, the body of christ you know we are in a day where we need to constantly develop perspective to this season that heaven has brought us into of course we, we've been looking at so many concepts and principles that allow us to track amen, where we are, what the Spirit of God is, is doing, all right, and how to interact with that reality of, of the voice of God, of the manifestations of God. But yes, that's, that's what God is doing, and that's what we need to do. But that doesn't mean that the things that we are saying automatically translates into strength. All right. Of course, the word of God is strength, but we've got to take that word into, into, into our lives. We've got to allow that word, amen, to speak to us, to build us, to empower us. And that's not something that is easy if we have developed a kind of a mindset, a, you know, a way of thinking. And I think that the transition from where we, where we are, where we were, all right, to where God is, you know, speaking or to where God is pointing to, it's going to be a challenge. In fact, I know it's already a challenge because, you know, the, 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 human, the human mind, work in this in this you know concept of you know how you program it is how it responds all right you know the concept of habits you know when you have developed habit towards certain things all right no matter how you hear you know the truth or you hear something that you know may even bring you freedom the body does not automatically adjust to the new it's always it's always a challenge all right to to to, to move from you know wh where you have been you know uh, 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 where you found yourself all right you know it's, it's it's a difficult thing to to transit from you know what you love what you believe all right how you've seen life how you viewed life all Right, to begin to step into that to which you know is, is, is going to work for you. It's a challenge. Thank you so much, uh, my dear sister uh, 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 Reina, and of course, you know, my dear sister Kumisa, and everyone joining. I appreciate it this morning. All right. So I, I, I want to bring this word all right, to us because, you see, 
I'm, I'm one who have, or, or as, as much as I have an understanding of what God is doing, but I also try to want to understand, all right, the, 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 the challenges, or if you will, you know, the weakness that we're, that we're dealing with as humans, particularly as body of Christ, all right, that it's not that it's not easy to make that transition, all right, it's not, it's not, it's not like as you just, you know, you, 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 you wave a wand and suddenly things begin to happen. It doesn't work like that. You, we have to go through, amen, that, that's, that's you know process thank you so much that process of moving from point a to point b all right and there are things that must happen all right in the journey in the transition god will give a word god will speak a word the fact that god has spoken does not mean that there's an automatic change we have to embrace the process we have to allow certain you know concepts and certain realities amen to kick start amen is work in our life so that we can begin to take delivery amen of the things i mean sometimes when i listen to some of the things that we have declared here I, i'm i'm just like lord you know your you, you, one is blown away the word is the word is real the word is sharp the word is rich the word is powerful your word amen is a two-edged sword but guess what somebody will have to apply those things but it's not just about the application that i'm about this morning i also want us to look at another aspect which deals with how we can encourage each other all right because the the, the, the days that we live in the the nature of the battles that we are in today they are unprecedented i mean these are i was listening to you know uh, one of the renowned you know uh, you know singers don moy he, he was you know you know he was sharing he was of course he was singing the song god will make a way and he made a statement he said in his in his entire life you know, as you know, as as a minister of the gospel, that he has not faced, he has not seen this kind of you know situation that we are in. And to me, that just buttresses what the Lord has been saying to me. There are a lot of people. Are, I mean, that, and that comes through. You know, uh, somebody who is sincere. There are a lot of people that would just like, okay, yeah, we we're in a new day. Something is happening. Let's let's go ahead. No, it's not. It's not that easy. Because you're dealing with people who have been programmed, all right, in certain way of thinking. Even our sense of Christianity, our sense of spirituality have been programmed, all right, to relate, to connect in certain way. Now all of that has been dashed. All of that has been brought to ground zero. <laughs> you know, it, it's like you're rising up again. You are, you are growing up again. You are becoming like a child. Remember the kingdom, the, excuse me, the principle where the Bible says, except you become like a child. You cannot enter the kingdom. We have become like a child again and we are trying to enter. We are trying to make our way into that which the spirit of God, amen, is declaring and demanding. So it's not going to be business as usual. All of the things that used to work for you uh, is like they're no longer working. All right. The buttons you used to press before, you know, the, you know, 20 prayer, you know, that you used to do. The 20 jump, you know, 20 scream, 20 hallelujah that we used to do before that God will answer. Those things are no longer working. Everything has changed. The things, amen, that we used to love the things we used to you know there's a way every every sense every every spirituality has its own emotion those emotions have changed now we're feeling a different emotion an emotion of loss an emotion of pain an emotion of sometimes anger even though we don't show it you know uh, you know one of the articles that i want that, that i wrote this morning you know our emotion is not something that can be seen that the challenges the battles that we are facing are not things that are written on people's face if you don't have discernment to know what is going on in the life of your brother or your sister you don't know you don't even know if they are if they are if they are facing depression you don't know if if they are even suicidal you don't 
don't know, you know, you don't know, you don't, nobody knows the state of anybody's life. All right. We can only talk. Hallelujah. This is what the word of God says. But I'm, I'm beyond just talking what God says. I really want us to get deep into amen, our heart. I want us to get into our mind, into our seeking. I mean, I tell you, if you want to downplay the impact of what the corona amen, and the economic crunch has done on you, I mean, that will be to your own detriment. It is important that we begin to look for places and people amen, that we can unburden ourselves. I think it's time we really begin to create a network amen, of encouragement. All right, we, we need to begin to create a network of encouraging ourselves. What's going on in your life? Tell me how was your day? You know, what's going on? What's what's taking place at your end? Tell me how can I encourage you? How can you encourage me? All right, the Bible says, Let the strong encourage the weak. But this is the time where even the weak, the strong needs to be encouraged by the strong. So it's time where we need to bring our strength together, reconnect to ourselves, and truly be open to ourselves because that is what amen will allow us and will give us the grace and the capacity to be able to move out of this and to be able to pull ourselves out of this quagmire i tell you the days ahead of us demands amen that we develop amen a community life a community life that can minister to each other i, I, I mean i'm here i'm declaring this thing i mean that's the best you can get it depends on how you have how strong your faith is to take what i'm saying but if you have somebody close to you all right that you can that can share prayer with you that you can that can lift your hand up or, or that you can also lift up then that helps you that helps you all right the church structure has to change for for for, for many years i've been saying amen the idea of the church that we're running is not gonna help and i and i'm sure by now you know all right people will go to church on sunday but monday they will be faced with all kinds of issues that they can't even tell their pastor in fact the pastor himself amen it cannot be rich because he himself is going through god knows what so we we have to begin to look into amen the the, the, the structure amen the community amen that can help us that we can that we can pour into and that can pour into us so that amen we can all rise together and, and begin to face this this challenge because i tell you the nature of the attack of the enemy in this new day is an is another level all right the enemy wants to weaken you he wants to paralyze you he wants to isolate you all right such such that amen he neutralizes you and he destroys you We've got to understand when the Bible says the enemy has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. How is it doing that? What are the what are his strategies? What are the strategies that the enemy? I mean, I mean, if you read the article that I wrote this morning, all right, I said the corona basically was just you know a Trojan horse. It was just a Trojan horse to release certain demonic, certain satanic all right, systems into the earth. And we're seeing that right now. I mean, we're hearing again in Europe and in America all right, that they're having a second wave. But we are refusing that here in Africa. We're refusing that. We, know, we, know, we, know one, we don't want no second wave of the corona. You understand? So we have to begin to really rise up. We thank God for you know, how the Lord has helped us in Africa and the continent. And of course, we're praying for the rest of the world. But guess what? All, right? <laughs> all of the things that are happening right now are things that we have to we have to sit down and study and understand what the spirit of god is saying so that we know how to engage them all right we don't want to be isolated and we don't want to find ourselves in a situation where we are when we think that we're insulated from the issues of life no we want to rise up and we want to believe god amen for strength for grace i want to be able to stand i want to be i want to be able to you know depend on you for me to stand and i want you to be able to depend on me for you to be able to stand you understand we have to depend on each other we have to encourage each other we have to build up each other we have to strengthen each other we have to push each other we have to be there in prayer for each other we have to understand that we are all in this together 
It's a corporate thing. If we're going to win this battle, we have to face it, amen, corporately. So you cannot afford to just, you know, live in your own isolation, live in your own God knows where, you know, and think, okay, I'm just going to deal with it. You cannot deal with this by yourself. And I want to share on that this morning. I really want to encourage us. But before we go further, there are two, one or two scriptures that I just, you know, would like to, uh, like us to look into as, you know, as a, as a, you know, as a context and as a reference. First of all, let's look at Joshua chapter 1. Of course, Joshua chapter 1 speaks into, you know, the context of what I'm dealing with. Let me read from verse 1. Joshua chapter 1, Bible says, verse 1, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses, Moses aid, Moses, my servant is dead. Moses, my servant is dead. Moses represents a season. Moses represents a, 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 a move, a movement. Moses represents a government in the earth. Moses represents a face, amen, in, in the order, in the, in the movement of the ecclesia. Moses, the Bible says, Moses, my servant, is dead. He's the servant of God, but he's dead. A new generation must arise. A new order of people must arise. And, and, I'm, and I'm interested in the way God began to introduce himself to Joshua and the things that God said to Joshua because that gives us insight, amen, into how we need to face, amen, this, this new reality, this new day, amen. Yes, Moses represents an order. That order of Moses, some, if you will, died with, amen, the, 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 the impact of the corona. Remember, I told us that when the corona struck, amen, a season, a season came and died. Amen. A season ended. We have been ushered into a new day. That's why we've been talking about the principle, amen, of coming out of the ark. Of course, we entered the ark before we can come out of the ark. Amen. We, we entered the ark because God was going to judge, amen, a, a, a system, a day, amen, a people, a generation that have gone rebellious, that have refused to follow, to accept, amen, to walk in his way, in his will. So God came down because there is order in the earth. Everything that God does, amen, are done in order. When we break the order of God, amen, his order also breaks us that's the reality so how 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 that you know judgment came all right it's not for us to begin to ask you know some people are asking was the corona from god or from the devil it, that's not for that's not for us to you know to you know to to be asking because god will use anything amen to speak to us and to bring judgment after when god wanted to you know deal with his children amen he raised the babylonians he raised the egyptians he raised the assyrians all right so god will always use amen you know a, an instrument to bring forth to bring judgment Amen. To speak. Amen. So how he does that is not our own issue. All right. You cannot. You cannot go to the. You know, to the porter and begin to query him as a. You know, as a porter and say, why do you ship me this way? Why did you use that? Amen. To you know, to deal with me. Why did you use that person? Why did? No, no. It's not for us to. It's for us to understand that God is speaking and God has spoken. All right, you know, Noah, get into the ark. I'm going to judge your generation. All right, Noah built an ark. Amen. The Lord led Noah through that ark to a mountain. Amen. Called Mount Ararat. Mount Ararat was the beginning point. Amen. Of a new day, of a new season. Amen. Of a new priesthood. And we've been looking at Amen how to begin to engage God again when God brings us into a new day. And I can assure you, amen, that bringing us into a new day, like I, have, like I always say, doesn't mean that everything be becomes suddenly new. It means that we have to change our perspective. We have to look again how to engage things. We have to understand how to relate with things. We have to find amen, a prophetic sight. We have to believe God for a prophetic sight, amen, to know how to deal with life, amen. We have to look at ourselves from a different light again. We have to look at the world, amen, from a different light, amen. The world system still do not get it. They are, they're still 
still they still do not they still do not understand that amen god has changed the, the pattern amen of how to regulate the earth they still want to lead they will still want to you know administer and govern things from their old order it's not working Look at the money that Europe have pumped into the economy. Look at the money that Americans have pumped into the economy. I mean, they are, they are pumping money into this thing. The thing is just all about money. This is this is the economy of God challenging the economies of men. This is God speaking and say, "Hey, you're gonna you're not gonna be able to do this by might. No, I want to bring you to your knees. I want you to acknowledge that there is a God who rules over the affairs of men. They did it before. They've done it in Babylon. Amen. Until until Nebuchadnezzar said there is no God like the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I mean, God, God has always moved. God, God did it in Egypt. Amen. Pharaoh knew that there is no other God. Amen. That, that, that there is only one God. Remember when God said to Moses, go tell Pharaoh, let my people go, that they may serve me. He said, who is that God? Because Pharaoh, amen, Pharaohs are built up. Pharaohs are trained. Pharaohs are, you know, are developed to become gods. They are God-men. <laughs> so Pharaoh said, who is that God? Well, God had to prove himself. So the, the kings of the earth today, who have also said, who is that God? Who we, we, we don't know no God. We don't know no God of, of you know, of, of Israel. We don't, we, we, we will not serve that God. The Bible says the king of the, the kings of, the kings of the earth, amen, have set themselves against the Lord. The rulers have ganged up together against the Lord and against his anointed. So God is speaking to us. And in the context of the speakings of God, I tell you, there will be collateral damage. In the, in the context of the speakings of God, all kinds of things will be happening. And if we don't understand what he's doing, we'll be blaming God. We'll be blaming God because we do not have prophetic eyesight. We do not have prophetic insight. So it is important that we understand that this is for our advantage. This is for our advantage. So let's look at the things the Lord will have us. Because when the Lord called for a family, like I said, he provided a place, amen, of strength. He provided a place of strength. Strength was a provision, amen, that, amen, that the, 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 the ravens brought. <laughs> he said, I've commanded the ravens to feed you. They will bring meat for you morning and evening. You're going you're to eat. You're not going to die in this situation. That is the word of the law. You are not going to die, amen, in this situation. You're going to come out of it. But you need to understand that God amen as god is dealing with you he's also dealing amen with the with the kings of the earth and we all live in the same world even though we are not of this world but guess what we all share the same world we all share the same you know we all go to the same market we, you know we yes we, we 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 all breathe the same air we all drink the same water amen so so while while there was impact and judgment in egypt there was a place called goshen where the lord amen kept his own where the lord provided where the lord amen you know where, where the lost light was shining amen there was no there was no single child that died amen in the in the, you know in this in in, in in the environment of goshen as long as you are within the jurisdiction of Goshen, amen, the place where the people of God is, there was provision. Why God was dealing with Egypt. So we've got to begin to tap into this concept and say, Lord, yes, we are in a day where you are judging Egypt, but Lord, we want to find ourselves in Goshen. We want to find ourselves in a place where your angels are watching over your own. So don't begin to allow what you see in Egypt because you live in Egypt. Don't allow what you see in Egypt, amen, to draw you to the point where you think, well, this thing is also going to happen to me. It's not going to happen to you. God wants to use your life, amen, as a testimony to proclaim and to declare that he is God, that he rules. God wants the Egyptian. Why do you think the Egyptian followed the Israelites when they left? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Why did, they, why did the Egyptian follow the Israelite? After all, Egypt was good for them. They had everything. No, because God showed up. <laughs> I said, because God showed up in the life of his own. 
So the Egyptian knew that yes, there's a God in Egypt, but this God that the Israelites have, come on, is a path, is a, is a stronger God. <laughs> they knew that this, this God, even though this God seemed not to have a, a structure, we don't have a city of our own. I mean, these Israelites are just nomads. They're just living in Egypt. Where are you going? We don't know, but we're living. And the Egyptian followed them. They followed them. Why? Because they saw, they saw God move on their behalf. They saw weak people, amen, became strong people. They saw people who were slaves, hallelujah, you know, being brought out by the mighty hand of God. It was a testimony. The same thing God did back then in the land of Egypt is the same thing he's doing in our day. God will turn up on your behalf. God will show up on your behalf. But you must have faith. But you must have courage. But you must, amen, depend on the Lord. You must have trust. You must believe in what God said. It took a while for the Egyptians, excuse me, for the Israelites to believe. Because if you have lived in Egypt all your life, all your life has been defined by Egypt. All your life has been defined, amen, by the taxmaster. All your life has been defined by, you know, by the challenges, by the fear, and by the, you know, all kinds of evil that has happened. I mean, you, you have no hope in any God, but God had to, you know, it took 10, ten plagues, 10 plagues for God to bring his people out of Egypt. Today, God is bringing Egypt out of our lives. And it's going to take, you know, some plagues. Amen. It's going to take some attack. It's going to take some war. Amen. For God to get Egypt out of our life. Did you hear what I've said? That's a prophetic word. God is not just taking us out of Egypt. He's taking Egypt out of us. So this is the context to which, amen, the Lord began to speak to Joshua. He said, now my servant, Moses. Moses was the guy that God used to, to bring, amen. The people of God out of the land of Egypt. God is raising a generation that is going to bring Egypt out of the people of God. That's a prophetic word. God is now raising, amen, a generation of prophetic apostolic company. God is raising a new order of people, a new order of priesthood that will literally bring Egypt out of the people of God. Remember, God brought them out of Egypt, but Egypt did not leave them. Egypt did not leave them. Egypt was in their mind. Egypt was in their thought. Egypt amen, was in their dream. Egypt was in the food. Egypt has touched to the point they said, no, we want to go back to Egypt because we, we, we can no longer eat the kind of food we eat in Egypt. The lettuce and the cucumbers and the cabbage. They wanted to go back to Egypt for food. That, that's to tell you how damaged the people of God were. Did you get the point? That is to tell you how damaged many of the people of God were when they came out of Egypt. They wanted to go back to Egypt because of food. You see, when you get to the point where all you're thinking of is survivor, you will not be able to survive the days that we live in. Because the days that we live in is about the issue of survivor. Just survive. When you begin to see that you, you, uh, there's no money, all right? Well, today's 25th, I guess. Yesterday's 25th. Oh, well, a lot of people are going to be happy, <laughs> you know. It, you know, it's salary day, you know. 25th, 26th is salary day. But like I said some time ago, if that is what defines your sense of happiness and your sense of engagement and fulfillment, then you are most miserable. Because that itself is a, is a plan, amen, of the enemy, all right? It gives you, just give them a little. Just give them, just barely to survive, 
why God wants to bring you into, into newness, into great things. But if God wants to bring you into newness, sometimes it will have to, it will have to starve you of certain things because your life you may, has been you know, dependent on, on that concept of provision. All right? So God is, God is not you know, doing certain things in your life to bring that concept out, to destroy that concept so you can come into a new day of divine provision. But now you're crying. But now you're, you, know, you, you feel your world is being turned upside down. You, 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 you know, all you're seeing is the devil at work. Meanwhile, it is God that is at work in you, both to will and to do. All right. But you don't understand that. That's why I said it's important that we understand the context of the days that we live in. This is not to break you. All right. This is not to destroy. Maybe to break you. All right. Because God, God, God works through broken vessels. All right. This is not to destroy, but to break you. Because when, when you are broken, then God can use you. But, but, you know, we've developed this hard, hard, hard mindset, this stronghold. This is how I used to do it. All right? You know, your taste board, amen, cannot change. The Bible says, no one partake of the old wine, amen, says the new is better. Your, your taste board, amen, has, has, has been so accustomed, amen, to, you know, to, you know, to the food of Egypt. To the ways of Egypt, even though Egypt, amen, has, has enslaved you, even though, amen, Egypt, amen, has made you nobody, even though, amen, you've been you've been a slave in Egypt. But guess what? You've loved this so. Have you seen Have you seen men in suits in Egypt, and yet, amen, they burst out of it. Meanwhile, they 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 are the one they, they are the one, amen, being enslaved, but they love it. Alright, they, 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 they love it when they wake up in the morning with their nice car, you know, and their nice suit and they're smelling nice. Meanwhile, you're going to work for Pharaoh. You you love it. You love it. Yes, you love it. Why? Because you know at the end of the month, amen. Another twenty thousand, another forty thousand, maybe fifty thousand. God knows how much you collect, amen. Will come into your purse. And that that's enough. That is not enough if you begin to have vision where there is no vision. You see, you cannot make decisions. Where there's no vision, you cannot decide to move. Where the, when you don't have vision, you see, your present location will keep you where you are. When you, when you lack a sense of understanding, you see, that, that little income, that's you know, barely having enough, or uh, will be enough for you. You see, it is vision that makes people to break barriers, to break limitation. It is vision, amen, that makes people to say, I'm going to take this journey. I'm going to keep my eyes on the Lord. I'm going to continue to walk. It is vision that makes people to leave point A, amen, to point B. It is vision that says, I'm going to go to a place, amen, I've never seen, I've never known before. Yes, Abraham, leave your father's house to a land I'm going to show you. It takes a vision. The father of, of Abraham got to, to the land of Terah. Oh, sorry, Terah got to the land of his son. All right, in, and, and, and he died there. He died there because he, he had no vision of Cana, even though God has spoken to him about Cana. But he, he could not, he could not, when he got to the land of his son, the spirit of death, the spirit of Moses, just told him, just, just die with me here. He became a monument in the day of the movement of God. Come on. I said it became a monument in the days of the movement of God. Don't let the corona make you a monument. Don't let, amen, the, the present economic, you know, impact, amen, make you feel that, all right, this, maybe I should just settle for, no, no, no. Keep the vision alive. Keep the, keep, keep fueling that vision. Keep the burden alive. Keep the fire alive. Don't give up. In fact, amen, you need to go further. You need to push further. You need to press further. You, because listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Spaces are meant to be occupied. Spaces are not are meant to be occupied. The space you're going to leave will be occupied by somebody. The space you refuse to occupy, somebody else will occupy it. 
There is nothing like, well, well, no, 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 no. This one is just floating. No, no. Everything. That's why, amen, the battle of the age, the battle of the age is possession. You possess things. God says, occupy till I come. Occupy. Our occupation should not be in, in the four walls of a church. All right? We have to be dressed and go to Babylon and occupy. We have to be dressed and go, amen, to Assyria and occupy. We have to go, amen, to Egypt, amen, and be dressed and occupy, amen. Don't, don't, don't just occupy, amen, the little four square of, of your church and say, well, we go to church. No, no, no. The, now the world wants the church. Now you've got to take the church to the world and go occupy. He said, occupy till I come. You can't occupy with a defeatist mindset. You can't occupy, amen, when you're, feel, you're feeling so weak and feeling so, you know, empty and lonely and okay because you've allowed, you know, certain spirit, amen, to infuse, to take over, amen, to capture your mind. You've got to, you've got to pray yourself out of, out of the fear, out of the psychological war that is going on. You've got to believe God. If you cannot do it alone, like I'm saying, you've got to go to somebody and say, pray with me, sister. Stand in the gap with me. Can, can, can you stand with me? I need to pray. I'm, I'm feeling weak. Don't be ashamed, amen, to let people know your state. I'm feeling weak. I feel tired. I, 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 I'm feeling hopeless. Doesn't mean that you are hopeless. You're, it's a feeling. Alright? You can cast out the feeling. If you can't do it, look for somebody else to help you, to stand with you. Alright? Stand with me. I, I want you to stand with me in prayer. I want you to stand with me. Amen. Just speaking. You know, back in those days, we used to have this concept that we do. You know, I, I, we just go to our friends and say, speak, speak to me. Just speak into my spirit. Just speak to me. Speak the word of God into my life. I mean, I mean, Christians these days, I don't know what they're doing. That's why we need men like Ezra, amen, to be returned to the church so that they can begin to train us and empower us. We go to our friends because we know they, 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 they are people of the spirit, they are people of the word. And, you know, I just go, I say, you speak the word of God into my life. And before you know it, those people are prophesying into your life. They are prophesying into your life. They are prophesying into your life. You don't even know it. Call that sister, call that brother. Speak into my life. Give me a word from the Lord. Preach to me. Speak to me. You don't have to wait for Isaiah alone to do it. Encourage yourself. Build up yourself. Strengthen yourself. Listen to this. If you're alone in the days that we're living, not only would you be lonely, the enemy will isolate you to destroy you. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to connect. Listen to this. It doesn't, if you want to get fire, you don't need one wood. You need other woods. Hallelujah. You need other woods. You need other woods. If you want fire in your life, amen, you need to be in the company of other woods. One, 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 one wood does not make a fire. You need other woods. You've got to bring them together. Hallelujah. If you want fire in your life, you want to maintain the fire, you've got to keep together. You've got to keep, amen, in that unity. One shall put a fall a thousand. Two shall put a fall ten thousand. A threefold cord is not easily broken. I'm talking about us coming into the place, amen, of unity of the spirit, of coming into divine networking, coming into the place, amen, of divine harmony. Let's become a net so that the devil will not break us. Got to take this thing to another level. Moses, my servant, is dead. The day of Moses is over. God is, God is ushering in a new order of leadership. Have you noticed that the concept of the leadership of Joshua is a military leadership? <laughs> oh, I love this. I love this. I love when God begins to speak. Did you hear what I just said? <laughs> Moses was a type of a father. But Joshua was young. 
and he will take the people of God to the next place. But Joshua, amen, has been raised as a military man. M Joshua is a type of a military spirit, a warring spirit, an empowering spirit, a spirit of strength and might, grace to go forth and break the barriers and limitations, amen, of, 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 of the human mind and take them to the place they've never been before. Moses, my servant, is dead. We celebrate what is dead, but we move on. You celebrate the things that have dead. You celebrate the things that, you know, that have died in your life. Celebrate the dead things, but move on. Remember, that was the same word God gave us, you know, uh, was it last week or two weeks ago? About Terah, the father, amen, of, you know, of Abraham. His eye, his vision was to go to, you know, to, to Cana, the land of promise. And I hope you understand that Cana is not just some nice land waiting there without occupation. No. Cana is occupied, amen, by the Canaanites. In Cana, you find giants there. <laughs> Everything in Cana amen, is extraordinary. In fact, you remember when, you know, they sent spies to go out to, you know, to go spy the Cana. They brought back, amen, grapes, amen, that are, that are extraordinary. Grapes, that, that, their size are like, that, you know, they're like, they're like that of humans. They're giant grapes. Everything in Cana is, listen to this, no weakling get to possess Cana. No fearful people get to possess Cana. If you don't want to war, if you don't want to fight, forget, forget the promised land. The promised land is not some utopia. <laughs> I guess that is the mindset many of us have. Many people have about, you know, the promised land. Going to the promised land, going to Cana, the land of milk and honey. Ah, before you can have the milk and honey, you have to kill some giants. The sons of the Anarchs. The sons of the Anakites, the, the sons of the giants, they live in Cana. So don't begin to, you know, de develop this false utopia mindset. Oh, I'm going to Cana. I remember back in those days, we used to sing one song. I'm going down to Cana, Cana, the land of promise. I'm going down to Cana. <laughs> yes, there's a Cana land. But guess what? In Cana, you've got to come with strength because you've got to take the land. Got to possess it. It's a jungle out there. Come on. If you want to possess the world, amen, of finance, you've got to be ready. You've got to be dogged. If you want to possess, amen, the world, amen, of the marketplace, you have to be ready. You've got to be determined. You, you, don't you think God is just going to throw the land of Canaan to you? No. It's a land of giants you've got to possess. God does not take weaklings to the land of the promise. That's why I'm saying we need, amen, we need the vision, we need the grace, we need the spirit of Joshua. Moses is dead. Joshua is going to take over. Moses ate, my servant is dead. Now then, you and all these people, have you seen that? You and all these people, God is shifting leadership. God is shifting leadership. You and all these people, God says, get ready to cross Jordan. Get ready to cross Jordan. Jordan is the place where we, Jordan is a type of death. It's a type of baptism. It's a place where we cross death to life. God told us, speak to me, Lord. You and the people must cross this Jordan. 
Jordan, when you get to Jordan, you either die there or you cross over. <laughs> Did you get this, friends? When you get to the, to, you know, to the bank of Jordan, it's either you die there or you cross to the other side. Could be in your business. Could be in your relationship. Could be amen, in your ministry. When they bring you amen, to Jordan, now we've been brought to Jordan. But we have to cross or else we die here. Did you hear what I just said, friends? The beginning of our movement, amen, is from the place of baptism. It's a place of circumcision. It's a place, amen, that is symbolic, amen, of our death to life. Moses died, amen, at, at the bank of Jordan. He died on the other side. He did not cross over. But the fact that Moses did not cross over doesn't mean that we are not ordained to cross over. Did the other said? I said the fact that amen, Moses did not cross over does not mean that we also must die here. No. The word of the Lord amen, is to a new order of priesthood, to a new order of leadership that is going to be militant amen, in his perspective, that is going to be militant in his philosophy. Why? Because the nature of the day demands that you become militant. I'll show you another scripture quickly as we're tracking this. Yeah, I've got my scripture open <laughs> with my torn Bible. <laughs> okay, you stay there. All right. Here's the word of the Lord. Ephesians chapter chapter 6 verse 13 says, it says, Therefore put on the old armor of God so that, amen, when the evil day comes, the evil day is already here, amen, so that, amen, when the evil days come, you may be able, amen, to, to stand your ground so that when the evil day comes and the evil day has come, you may be able to stand. The evil day represent, amen, the kings of the earth that have taken their stand, amen, <laughs> against the Lord, amen. The evil day represent a company of the lords of the earth that have gathered and said, no, these people are not going to move further. These people are going to die here. These will are going are gonna to die in this Jordan. But the, the scripture says, amen, put on the whole armor of God. Have you noticed that this is not going to be by your own armor? You've been fighting by your own armor. You've been fighting with your own, with your own ability with your own wisdom, with your own strength, with your own understanding. You've been borrowing patterns here and there. You've been borrowing ideas here. And the God says, no, no, no. Those things are over. Moses is dead. A new order of church is emerging. That's why we've got to sound this thing. We've got to let the world know, amen. We've got to let the body of Christ know, amen, that a new order of leadership is in town, amen. A new captain is in town, amen. A new boss is in town. There's a new wave. There's a new order. There's a new understanding. There's a new priesthood. We've been talking about that, amen. There is a priesthood of Melchizedek that, amen, is going to lead us into the next sphere, into the next realm, into the next emphasis of God. And we have to know how to, amen, metamorphose. We have to know how to change. We have to know how to die to the old and, amen, and be alive in the new. We have to learn these things. Therefore, put on the old armor of God so that when the evil days come, you may be able to stand your ground and haven't done all to, to, to you know, to, to stand. Haven't done, haven't done all to stand. It says, stand firm then, amen, with the belt of truth blocked around, hallelujah, buckle, excuse me, buckle around your waist with the, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, amen, with, with your feet fitted, amen, with the readiness, amen. 
the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Are you seeing how God begins to dress us for the new day? This is the dress amen, not to appear amen, in the palace. This is not a dress amen, for, for appearing in some nice function. This is not a dress amen, for some nice you know, tea time, party time. No, this is a dressing for war. Are you ready? Are you seeing that the concept of this dressing amen, is to engage in warfare? In the world of finance. In the world of business. Amen. In the world, amen, of taking your position, amen, in all forms of, you know, uh, 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 institutions of life, amen, is a war of, of readiness and preparedness, amen. You get yourself ready and dress. God is dressing us for what is before us. We are not going to be defeated, amen. You're going to be defeated if you refuse to put on the armor of God because the enemy is going to attack you. It's not going to look if you're a child, <laughs> See, the devil doesn't care. Oh, this one looks so beautiful. No, no. It would destroy you before you, before you blink your eyes. It's come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So we have to get ourselves in line to what God is doing. It says, therefore, put on the old armor. The old armor. An armor. You need an armor to war. You need an armor, amen, to fight, to defend yourself. You need an armor to engage. If you want to enter the land of promise, you need an armor. If you want to take possession, that is the principle, amen, of kingdom. Back in those days, amen, king, kings go to war. They, that's how they take, that's how they expand their kingdoms, amen. They go to war. The Bible says in the year, in the season where kings go to battle, David decided to stay back. He made a mistake. <laughs> This is not a time, amen, to, you know, to, you know, to step back because you feel, no, no, it's time to engage. Guess what? That principle of taking nations has not changed. We, that principle is still very much, it's just that we don't see it like, you know, like, like, like it was done back in those days. In those days, people literally go to war. In, the, in this season, amen, the war, amen, are in bedrooms. The war, amen, are in parastatus. The war, amen, are in the, you know, in the, in the parliament somewhere where certain people are making certain laws, amen, that will, that will advance the lies of the enemy, amen, and keep the things of God backwards, amen. The war today are in the business world. The, 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 the war of taking kingdom because the, the concept of kingdom, amen, today are, are, are done, amen, in the marketplace. They are done, amen, in, 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 in realms and dimensions that many people, like I said, listen, if you develop the idea, the mindset of a democratic, you know, you see, the, democracy is just, like I will call it, is a Trojan horse. Democracy, they tell is democracy. But the people, amen, really behind the democracy, they understand the principle of kingdom. They just make the people make noise. But, but the people that are really amen, defining what democracy is, they, they don't operate by democracy. They operate by kingdom laws. Nations are taken amen, through the principles of kingdom, not through democracy. Where did you see where the majority define and determine the state of their nation? If it's so by now, Africa should be should, should, should be should be should be the hub, amen, of wealth, should be amen, the, the, the destination of, of the entire world. Africa should be the destination where everybody comes and find peace and find joy and find fulfillment and find their dream job. Amen. No, nobody should be leaving Nigeria to come to South Africa. Nobody should be leaving Ghana to come to you know to South Africa. Nobody should be, nobody should be dying, amen, to, you know, trying to cross the Mediterranean, you know, the Mediterranean Sea, amen, to get to Europe, to get to 
to you know uh, uh, you know uh, uh, God knows where to get to Italy to get to Greece. Amen. People should not be should not be you know sac you know sacrificing their life just to have you know uh, the, the, the American green passport. Just be come on. If if democracy truly works, we should not be having the kind of issues that we are having today. Because you say that the people, the people define and determine, amen, who rules. But you know that the majority does not rule. They only use the majority to advance their purpose. We know that. Like, like I mean, we, everybody knows that. This is not some strange things that I'm saying. There's a principle behind what they call democracy. It's called kingdom. If you don't, if you don't live by principle of the kingdom, listen, you will be overthrown. You will be taken over. You will be override, amen. Your job will be taken, your place will be taken by some Chinese people while they're fighting some blacks. Meanwhile, the Chinese are the corporates, they're the one taking over. Well, you'll be fighting your brother because you know, he, he doesn't look white, because you're still colonizing your mindset. You still have, amen, that inferiority complex. As long as he looks my, like me, he's my enemy. But as long as he looks white or looks Caucasian or looks, no, 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 then, then it's fine. Come on, you're still blind. That's why you cannot understand. That's why we've got to raise, amen, the consciousness of the people and understand where we are in this brand new day. Put on the whole armor of God so that you will be able to stand the evil days. God said, I'm raising a new order of leadership. If you're going to go forward, if you're going to possess, if you're going to come into the next reality of my intention, then you've got to, amen, change your wine skin. I need you to become strong. I need to become, amen, determined. I need you to, to become militant in your thinking. I need you to understand, amen, the, the, the reality and the demand of what I'm doing in this brand new day. I need you to be strong. Moses, my servant, is dead. So then, you and the people get ready to cross the Jordan River. Cross the Jordan River. Jesus said, come, let's go to the other side. Amen. And he was sleeping amen, beneath. He was lying and enjoying himself. The word of God has gone forth. Cross to the other side. They must cross the Jordan River. Have you noticed that it was after Elisha and Elijah crossed the Jordan River? That amen, the, the prophet of the Lord asks Elisha, so what do you want? Oh God. After, after they cross Jordan, after you cross Jordan, you can ask anything from the Lord. After you cross Jordan, you can possess things. After you cross Jordan, you can have a double portion. It was after, go check the word. It was after Elisha, amen, and Elijah crossed Jordan. They didn't ask. He didn't ask him in Jericho. He didn't ask him in Bethel. Uh -uh. It was after they crossed Jordan. If you cross from death to life, then you are ready to rule. Then you are ready to lead. Then you are ready to govern. Then you are ready. Listen to this. There is a price to pray, to pay for that which amen, heaven is given to us. And the price are the things that we are talking about. Heaven is bringing us into a new sense of understanding. Heaven is bringing us into a new understanding, amen, of how to live life. But like I said, all of this must be done in a corporate sense. You can't do it alone. The enemy, the enemy fights through division. The battles of the age has always been, amen, or the battles of the ages has always been divide and rule. 
That plan has not changed. That strategy, amen, is still the best strategy that the devil uses. Yet, amen, God rules by unity. The devil will make sure that he divides you. He first divides you, you know, personally, spiritual and body. It destroys, it shatters. Your, your, I mean, today you believe. Tomorrow your mind is saying something else. Next tomorrow you're feeling, you know, you've got to bring everything together. There has to be coherency in your own life. And that's not an easy thing to do. I can tell you that. I can say that, you know, sincerely, amen, from a perspective, amen, of, of a prophet. I can tell you that from a perspective, amen, of, of one that is mature in the things of the spirit. Yes. It's not an easy thing to bring all, because if you can get every faculty, every aspect of your life together, nothing will be impossible. That position of unity is what the devil hates the most. As the enemy destroys, amen, the corporate church, so it destroys us as individuals by dividing us. So you, you, you always need to bind your mind, amen, to the place of the directions of your spirit. You always need to align your faculty, amen. Listen to this. Feeling operates through a faculty. Fear operates through a faculty. Uncertainty operates through a faculty. If you can get that faculty, amen, to surrender, to submit, to walk in the principles of God. Listen to this. Nothing you face or, or feel or you go through in the natural will be able to make you make decisions that are contrary to, amen, God's will, God's counsel and God's word for your life. All right. The reason why we come to, uh, to make judgments, bad judgment, is because of how we feel. And you see, when you believe too much in your feeling, feelings can become real. Because the essence of feeling, amen, is for you to do things, amen, that, that, that will, you know, if you will, minister to that feeling. So when you feel something, what do you do? Learn to manage your life by, by yielding yourself, amen, daily, surrendering yourself to the principles of God's word. Don't let the enemy, amen, lie to you. Thank you, Father. So he said, he said, you and the people must cross this Jordan into the land I'm about to give to you. I'm about to give to you and the Israelites. Verse 3 says, I'm reading Joshua chapter 1. Verse 3 says, I will give, listen to this, it says, I will give, I will give you every place where your foot, amen, will tread. I will give to you, amen, every place where your feet, amen, shall be set or where your foot shall tread, amen. As I promised Moses, your, your, your territory will extend, amen, from the desert of Lebanon and from the great river Euphrates and all the Etites. The Etite is the land of the, of the giants and all, and, all, and all the Etite country to the great sea on the west. Now, excuse me, not, uh, uh, verse 12. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Now, this is where I'm going. Verse 6. It says, be strong and be courageous. Because you will lead these people to their inherited land. To their in land of inheritance. Be strong and be courageous. Because there is a people that God, amen, wants Joshua to bring into their inheritance. So Joshua, amen, cannot allow the same weakness, the same fear, the same complaint of the people to hinder him. Joshua must lead. If you're going to lead, of course, which is what the Lord is looking for in this brand new day, amen. If we are going to rise up, amen, and, and begin to chart the path of the Spirit based on the prophetic injunctions and the directions of the Spirit, we have to become leaders. That's what we're talking about. There are many people who are leaders, 
all right, in the mo in past move that will not be leaders in this new day. Oh, let me repeat what I've just said. There are many, amen, who were leaders in the past that will not have the leadership capacity in the new world because they have not gone through the transition. They have not gone through the process and they have not been, they have not been chosen, amen, to lead on. Have you noticed that it was God that chose Joshua? As much as you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Moses has been training and imparting, amen, the life of of Joshua. But it was God who chose Joshua. So, so God will be choosing people in this brand new day. That a lot of people are going to be looking at them and say, "Who gave you the right?" Well, I've been chosen. God has placed His word in my mouth. I've got what it takes. You understand this, friends? We we are coming to a day where the Lord, amen, is shifting even the concept of how we understand leadership. God says, now you must arise and leave this people. Joshua is dead. It was a move. It was good. It was glorious. But that move has died. A new day has dawned upon, amen, the sons of men. A new day has dawned upon, amen, the people of God. And Joshua, amen, must rise up. Hallelujah. I remember some years back, people, I'm, I'm sure you heard that message. The Joshua generation, the Joshua generation. Well, what I'm talking about is totally different from what they, they, they talked about back then. This dimension of Joshua that we're talking about, amen, must align to the present prophetic demand of God. Must align to the present apostolic, amen, building a movement of God in the earth. Because listen to this, seasons, the seasons of God in our life defines and demand, excuse me, defines the quality of revelation we have. So if you try to comprehend what I'm talking about right now, as I'm looking at the concept of Joshua, with how you heard, amen, the teachings of Joshua, you know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, you will be at default, you'll be making a big mistake. We have to constantly renew our mind as we engage the word of God. When you hear what I'm talking about, you have to engage it, amen, with the mind of a child, Except you become like a child, you cannot comprehend because you will not have, amen, the teachable spirit. That's what they are saying. Why did they say we must, amen, engage the things of God like a child? Because there's a need for a teachable, you know, you know, spirit. He's saying all things be like a child. But not in the things, amen, that deals with, you know, uh, 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 wisdom. You've got to be mature. When it comes to the things, amen, that, that, that you need to learn from, you've got to be like a child. You see, a child always wants to learn. Children are quick to learn. But you see, when you get to the point where you can no longer learn, or you try to interpret what God is saying now based on, you know, how he spoke, you know, 10, 15 years ago. The concept of the charismatic move 20 years ago, amen, is totally different from, from the demand and the expressions of God for this brand new day. This is an apostolic day that demands, amen, insight into the speakings of God so that when we rise up, we rise with a governmental, amen, apostolic spirit. We rise, amen. You see, and that, that's a powerful statement that I've just made. We rise with a powerful governmental spirit because that is the spirit that allows us to build right and to engage you see, the, the, the government apostolic spirit, amen, can, cannot be, cannot be, you know, uh, uh, in, cannot be talked out of the things of God, cannot be derailed, amen, by, by feelings, by fear, or uh, by, you know, you hear Jezebel is coming and then you run. No, that spirit said, come Jezebel, make my day, <laughs> make my day. 
But the point that I'm making also, because I need to balance what I'm trying to say, if, if, if you have lived your life like, like Elijah and you have faced, you know, uh, the, 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 the altars, you faced, the, you know, the, the prophets of Baal, you faced, you know, Jezebel, all your life you've been facing Jezebel and you've been warring and you've been battling. If you don't have people to encourage you, to strengthen you, you see, I'm trying to balance the things God is saying. So that, you know, because in the body of Christ, we like to hear one thing and just run and not balance it. And so when the enemy comes on at the back, you know, at the back end and start attacking us, we say, oh, this thing is not working. It's working. It's just you that you did not, amen, balance the principle. So you can be an Elijah that has been warring, you've been fighting, you've been doing all kinds of things, you know, you've been at the war front. Listen, there's the tendency that you almost feel like you're alone. And sometimes I feel like that sometimes. Even though that is just a feeling, but it's just a reality. And, and it's important, like I said, we have to be honest with ourselves. Because when you're declaring, you're proclaiming certain things. And, you know, you look around, you don't seem to see any other person. All right? Maybe they're still in hiding. You understand? But you have to understand that you need to be encouraged. I'm sure if, 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 if Elijah had said to the Lord, you know, Lord, I'm really tired. I just need you to strengthen me. I don't want to run from Jezebel, but I need you to, to strengthen me so that I can really finish this work. You know, the Lord would have actually given in Elijah's strength rather than him being fed and saying, okay, go anoint Jehu. The Lord would have said, well, you began this job. I will let you finish it. Go back and face Jezebel. But you see, you can get to the point in your life where you, you, where you conclude, I'm tired. I can't go on again. And sometimes, you know, I almost get to the point, Lord, I'm tired. Can, can I continue? But then, you know, you just sleep over it. <laughs> you wake up the next day, you're like, yeah, I luta continua. <laughs> I luta continua. You don't give up. You don't, because, I mean, Elijah has shown us that, amen, that decision was not the right decision. We don't run away from Jezebel. Because Jezebel doesn't run from, amen, the prophets of God. No. What gives Jezebel the audacity? What gives a man, you know, the system, the spirit of, you know, of, 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 of Pharaoh to say, who is that God? They're depending on something. So it means that amen, our own understanding about God amen, has to be 10 times better than the position amen, of the kings of the earth. That's the point that I'm making. Our position must be more, must be more resolute. We must have that resolution in our heart, amen. That even at the point of death, we must have the Daniel kind of a spirit, amen. When they heated that, that furnace seven times more, amen. Those guys refused to give up. Don't tell me that they were not afraid. No, they were afraid, but they were courageous. Courage, amen, is the presence of fear, yet you say, I'm able Courage is the presence of fear. Yet you're saying, I am able. I'm not going to give in to the fear. When you don't give in to the fear and you continue, you take your stand. That is called courage. And we need courage. Don't tell me when you see a Goliath, you just say, oh, Goliath, wow. I can finish you. No, you've seen something you've never seen before. You're facing a challenge you've never faced in your life. You're facing a devastation that you've never faced in your life. I mean, you're dealing with all kinds of things. You don't have money in the, in the account. Your business you know, is under a threat. Your job is under a threat. That is some Goliath. I mean, you're facing your enemy from every corner, left, right, and center. Friend, you need courage because you will be afraid. If you're not afraid, then you have become an, you have become an immortal human. <laughs> oh, you get, you get what I'm saying? If you're not afraid, then you are, truly you've become one of the sons of God. 
But guess what? We'll all get there someday. But for now, I know you're afraid. Because I'm afraid. I'm afraid. But my fear does not stop me from standing. Because I know, hallelujah, that when I stand, I'm courageous. Because there's a God who stands with me. There's a God who stands by me. God says, amen, to, to Joshua, be strong and be courageous. Courage means you're afraid. You can see the opposition, but you take your stand. It's called courage. Don't live in denial. Because if you live in denial, that even gives the devil a better opportunity to strike you when you least expect. You know, in the past move, people live in, people live in denial. How you doing, brother? I'm fine. You're not fine. You know you're not fine. I'm not fine, but I can be fine. How you doing, sister? Oh, glory, glory, glory. The glory of God. Hey, but you lie. You know you're lying. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know you're lying. You know you call the man of God. Man of God, how you doing? Ah, the Lord is on the throne. Yes, he's on the throne. But where are you? The prophet of the Lord who just called down fire. Run. Because he's been overwhelmed. And I I'll tell you. I'm, I'm going to tell you again. This, this battle. This, this calling can bring you to a point where you can feel overwhelmed sometimes. And this is the point that I'm making. Don't, don't underestimate the challenge. Don't lie to yourself. Don't think these things are not real. They are real. I wrote some things down this morning. I said, we must never underestimate the psychological impact of the current shift taking place on the earth due to the impact of amen, the corona pandemic. Don't underestimate what this thing is doing to your mind. You see, acknowledging something does not mean accepting defeat. No, acknowledging amen, means that you are ready to believe God amen, for the right strategy. If you're denying that your enemy exists, you are defeated already. You're defeated. But acknowledging that something exists allow you to begin to think outside the box. To begin to believe God, amen, for the next, for the new strategy of how to engage the thing. It doesn't mean you need to, you need to go hide. You need to, you know, run away. No. You see, Elijah, Elijah acknowledged an enemy. He was afraid and he ran. Now, that's, that's something we don't want to do. We acknowledge there's an enemy. Yes, he's been challenging the enemy. I mean, he just defeated the prophets of Baal. Amen. He just, he just called for their execution. The next day, amen, Jezebel sends a message. What happened between the same God that called that, that, you know, that, that answered Elijah, who, who called on fire, amen, to a woman sending a message and him running? Something happened in his psyche. Something happened in his emotion. Something happened in his feeling. It's not that, listen to this, if Elijah have stood, he would have still defeated Jezebel. But that's not the point that I'm making this morning. Because in the church we just want to talk about the power, the power, the power. Yes, there is power. But listen to this. There's also a power that is toxic. It's called the power, amen, of, of your unregenerated soul. It's called the power, amen, of, of, your, of, your, in, of your psyche that has not been offered to God. Yes, there is so much power, amen, in, in how we feel. And if you don't know how to deal with the power of your feeling, the enemy will use your own power, the power given to you to defeat him, to defeat you. I said Elijah ran. He was tired. He ran. 
Don't I mean if the guy could run like that, he, he still have enough energy in him. Amen. But he just felt overwhelmed. And I know that's where many Christians are, are right now. A lot of believers, amen, are feeling, even though you don't say it, the things you post, amen, on your Facebook timeline are not the truth. Are not the truth. All right? You lie to yourself. You need to stop lying to yourself. You need to face reality. Amen. You're weak. You need strength. I need somebody to pray with me. I need somebody to stand with me. I need to be courageous. I need to be strong. I don't know how to be strong. Please help me. Pray for me. I'm not saying put it down on Facebook, but connect with people that can do that. By the way, I've got this, you know, uh, um, another, in fact, I've got three, two, uh, two Facebook uh, uh, pages that I've not been running. One of them is one-to-one. -one. I'm sure some, of, some people must have seen it. One, it's called one-to-one. -one. Supposed to be, you know, a, 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 a platform for relationship, helping people grow in their relationship. A few days ago, the Lord began to speak to me about that. I need to begin to revamp that, you know, community site, you know, a, a blog. Is, call it a blog or whatever. But we need to begin to use that now to encourage each other. Just to, just purely relationship. One-to-one. -one. That's why it's called one-to-one. -one. So I'm going to be looking into that one-to-one, -one, you know. And, and that is to, you know, to remove the this idea that we have about church and ministry and life and really speak to each other one-to-one, one-to-one. Encourage each other. The Bible says, let the weak, excuse me, let the strong encourage the weak. It says, you that are strong, encourage the weak. That's the, that's the essence of that, you know, side. Particularly in the place of relationship, preparing people to go into marriage, to go into a relationship, amen. You want to have, you know, uh, 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 go out with somebody, have a boyfriend, girlfriend, you know. We want to be able to build, you know, a healthy, you know, community where people can really talk about things that they are afraid of, things that they need maybe grace insight into that will help them. Because there are decisions that people are making in this last day that will impact their future. And I don't want that to happen to us. I want us to have amen, a community where we can really speak life to each other. So let me just finish you know, uh, uh, the thought that I'm passing here. It said we must never underestimate the psychological impact of the current shift taking place amen, on earth due to the impact of the, the, the corona pandemic. Amen. I said in my observation, I, I, I have seen that a lot of Christians, amen, a lot of believers amen, are becoming disillusioned. They're becoming disillusioned, even though they don't talk about it. But you see, these things you've got to you've got to be able to feel it. You've got to maybe because I've been sent to the body of Christ, so it's easy for me to pick this thing in the spirit. It's easy for me to pick this thing in the atmosphere. That's why I've not come this morning to talk about the priesthood, even though this still this will the issue of the priesthood. But you see, the pro, the the concept is a bit different. Because I want you to understand the context to what we're dealing with. All right? You're feeling what you're feeling right now, but you're not alone. That's the point. You're not alone. And it's okay, amen, to feel, to feel in overwhelmed, to feel tired, to feel weak, to feel, you know, discouraged. But share that with somebody. If you can't share with me, share with somebody. All right? Share with somebody. All right? Um, learn, to, learn to unburden yourself. Learn to share, you know, your, 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 your day with people. Don't keep it. Don't bottle it up because that's what the devil wants. All right? If you keep bottling those things, they are toxic. Don't keep, amen, toxic things, toxic talk. Don't keep them, amen. Talk about them. Share with them. All right? And guess what? You can even share, you know, on, on who says you cannot share those things, amen, on, on, you know, on your platform. People... The world is looking for authenticity. What we have to then the body of Christ, amen, is all fake. 
I know there are one or two people that are, are authentic, and the few people that I see that are authentic, I try to follow them. I don't follow fake people. Because I know that the people, the world amen, is looking for real people. And I, I guess that's why uh, many people are drawn to me. Because I try as much as possible to be real. In fact, sometimes I, I believe that I'm, you know, I'm too real to the point that people take that, for, you know, take that as, as, you know, as an advantage against me. But that's fine. Because listen to this. If you can be real, and people see that you're real, and they see the grace of God in your life, they will follow you. I said the pandemic, the pandemic, that's the corona pandemic, amen, have shifted the concept of spiritual battle and how we define warfare, amen, to a different level by which most people really do not even understand. Unfortunately, most Christians do not understand that we, we have, you know, what, what has happened in the earth in the past, you know, seven months have shifted the entire concept of humanity. Don't commonize. Don't, don't downplay, amen, the impact of the attack of this corona, amen, over your soul, over your state of thinking. Don't, 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 don't. Listen, in fact, the kind of songs, the kind of music, the kind of messages you're listening to should be messages that will encourage you to take a stand. Not, 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 not music that will be destroying or that will be Fueling, you know, your feelings in a negative way. No, you want something that, that will lift you up. <laughs> you want something that will jack you up. You want something that will encourage you. You want something that will build you up. You want a music, amen, that will minister to your, to your soul, to your spirit. Alright? So, what, what, we're, what we're looking for is to develop a strategy that will give us a vantage position, a vantage, amen, location in dealing with what we are faced with, what we are, you know, what, 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 what we are dealing with, all right? We want a strategy. And like I said, this strategy most of will come from your brothers. This is a time to locate people in your life who can speak to you. Look, locate people that can minister to you. Look for new materials. Look for, you know, people, you know, things that can speak life to you. Sometimes, you just need to leave some of those, you know, battles and just have a rest. You know, sometimes when you have a rest, it gives you a new perspective to dealing with things. It doesn't mean that, you know, you're running away. No, you just sometimes in, the, in battle, you need to draw back. It's a strategy. You draw back. You reevaluate things. You reevaluate the strength of your enemy, the weakness of your enemy. You reevaluate your, yourself, amen. You, you reorganize and then you launch back. Have you noticed that even Jesus applied? If, if you study the life of Jesus, Jesus was a strategist. All the prophets in the Bible, amen, they're all strategists. And I also discovered that I can't be coming every day and just be speaking and just be speaking. No, I, I also need to, you know, sometimes draw back, you know, as much as, yes, I'm writing, but I'm also realizing through this writing, you know, you can't be coming every day and be just broadcasting, broadcasting, because people have not even listened to what, they, what you said yesterday, and they want to give them another one today. So you give a gap, you give a timeline, you understand? So these are our strategy. Because that also weakens me, excuse me, that also encourages me. We, we all need to develop a new strategy. We are looking at things again. We are going to survive, but not just survive. We are going to overcome. But we need to have a strategy put in place. All right? Get a prayer partner. If you don't have a prayer partner, 
I'm not talking about the kind of prayer partner where all you're doing is gossiping. No. I'm talking about get a prayer partner that somebody that can pray with you and encourage you. And guess what? You don't even need to know them. You know, you look online. Find people, amen, who, who share the same vision, the same understanding, the same sense of courage. All right. You know, get them into your space. Don't just follow everybody. You know, follow people that can encourage you. Bible says, emulate those that will encourage you. Amen. Look for those that can strengthen you. Let them be there for you. Be there for them. Amen. Build up each other. Oh, hallelujah. Couple of scripture I would have loved to show you, but I, I need to round up. Okay, let me just quickly go to Jeremiah. You know this one. Jeremiah, you know, 12, verse 5 says, it says, if you have raced or you have run with men on foot and they have worn you out, they have wearied you. They've wearied you. They've worn you out. How can you com compete? Look at that. How can you compete with horses? How can you compete with horses if you stumble Amen. In a peaceful land, in a, in a land where there is no battle, no, no wahala, <laughs> no trouble. How will you do, amen, in a ticket? A ticket is like a forest, in a ticket of Jordan, where there are obstacles or, or here and there. How would you survive? This is, this, is, this is the word of the Lord to Jeremiah. If you have run, amen, with men on foot and they have wearied you, how would you begin to run? Remember, the Bible talks about four horsemen. We, we are in the day of the manifestation, amen, of the four horsemen. We want to begin to run with horses. Running with horses on this means that we have to step into certain prophetic dimension that will grant us speed. Like I told you, amen, when Elijah, amen, engaged the false prophets of Baal, brought order back to God, the Bible says he engaged again the mountains of the Lord, amen, and he outran the chariot of Ahab. He outran, amen, the chariot. Oh, chariots are not, it's not just made of one or two horses. Some chariots will have four or six. I mean, look at the strength of those horses. Elijah outran them. Friends, I give you a prophetic word. You will outrun the chariots of the Ahabs of this world. As you, as you continue to engage the high places, the false altars, as you continue to engage the false prophets of Baal over your life, your family, your community, your ministry, as we continue corporately to engage, amen, the false spirit of wickedness over our land, over our nation, guess what? We will begin to develop new grace and capacity to outrun. It means you will outdo them, amen. You, you, you think they've gone ahead of you when the spirit of God comes upon you because, amen, you've set your heart to prayer. Have you noticed that it's in the place of prayer that Elijah had, amen, the prophetic grace that came upon him to outrun? Have you noticed that it was when he put his head, amen, between his knee and prayed and God spoke and the spirit of the Lord came upon him, amen, that he outran the chariot, amen, of the king. He had, he had, he had, he had, he had outdone the king. I want to say to you today, if you believe, if you trust in the Lord and you allow this word to sink into your spirit, man, you will outrun, amen, the chariots of Ahab. You will not just run with men on feet, amen, but you will run with the horses and you will overtake them. This is not the day to give up. This is not the day to, to throw in the towel. This is not the day to surrender. Believe the Lord and say, God, yes, I'm weak, but I need your strength. It was God who gave Elijah the strength to outrun. 
It was God who gave Amen Elijah the strength, Amen, to 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 proclaim the word, Amen, to the people. Cease the prophets of Baal. When God restore authority back to your life, it will it will restore you back to your rightful place. It will restore, Amen, His grace and His glory into your life. This is the word of the Lord that I I have for you this morning. I I, I hope and I believe that the Lord, Amen, has ministered to you in such a way, Amen, that has encouraged you because that's the essence of this you know uh, uh, broadcast to encourage you of course the encouragement must be done in alignment with god's prophetic you know perspective for our life so as you go out this morning be encouraged be strong in the lord and in the power of his might amen put your hope and trust in the lord amen Look back to the things, amen, that you, you know you've dealt you've you've dealt with in, in time past and let God begin to give you a new strategy. Let God begin to give you amen a new understanding. Let this day become a day where you are rising up like a Joshua. Moses, my servant, is dead. Don't dwell on the past. God is doing something new. God is bringing us into newness, but he's gonna take amen a new command. God is going to bring us into newness, but he's going to take a new leadership. Amen. So now we've got to stop looking to, amen, the old and begin to look at, and begin to look at the, the newness, the new dawn, amen, the new reality, the new sense of vision and grace coming, hallelujah, from the auspice of Joshua. It may be young. It may still feel like, oh, can this one lead? But God has anointed him. Listen and follow. Father, we thank you this morning. We bless your name. Thank you, Father, for the way your word has come to us with life, with strength, with grace. I bless you, Father. I know it's not by might. I know it's not by power. Thank you, Father, for every word that has met us in those areas where we need, yes, to hear your voice the most. Mentally, physically, psychologically, spiritually, emotionally, we receive your word and we declare that we will rise up again. This is the day of the crossing of Jordan. We have come to a day of resurrection, a day of newness, a day of new beginning. We receive strength, O oh God. We receive capacity. We receive mobility. Your word declare that let the weak say, I am strong. We proclaim this day strength upon our life. We bless you, Father. Thank you, Father, for new grace new reality of your spirit upon your church, upon your bride, upon your sons, oh God. We take our place this morning and we declare that the work of the Lord shall not be destroyed. We will rise up and we will be led, yes, to the place called the promised land. As you protected your own in the land, oh God, of Goshen, we are protected. Thank you, Lord, for bringing Egypt out of us. Thank you. Yes, you brought us out of Egypt. But now you are raising a new order of men and women who will help us, yes, to deal with the Egypt in our minds, in our thoughts. Egypt is coming out of our lives. We are rising up in the power of this new day. We bless you, God. We honor you. We glorify you. Thank you, Father, for every man, every woman out there. I pray for them this morning. From Sister Dioni to Brother Derek to Sister Tina, uh, Brother Mervyn, Sister Nkumisa, uh, Brother Bukiso, and uh, Sister Renee, and all of the people that have joined this morning and so many out there that I didn't get to see their name or connect with them. Whoever, wherever they may be joining from, I pray for them this morning. Be strong in the Lord and in the power 
of God's might. Let your head be strong. Let your forehead be strong. Let the grace of God be administered to you afresh this morning. Let the goodness of God lead you this morning. I proclaim and I declare that you will indeed outrun the chariots of Ahab as you take your place in the place of prayer. May God begin to stay your heart to pray so that the power and the grace of God can fall upon you. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will not be weak. But even in your weakness, I proclaim this day as you acknowledge the grace and the strength of God, that God will send help to you. God will send people that will lift up your hands as the hands of Moses were lifted up. Yes, on that day of the great battle against the Amalekite, I pray this day, let the ministry of Aaron and all be administered to you, to your space right now. Strength upon your household. Strength upon your household. Grace upon your household. I proclaim and I declare, let your hands be stronger in the name of Jesus. You will not be weak. You will not be weak. And if you're weak, be stronger. In your weariness, I declare be strong. In your weakness, I say be strong. In your fear, I say receive courage, boldness in the name of Jesus. Arise and shine for your light has come. May the glory of God continue to rest upon you. The Lord is your portion. The Lord is your light. The Lord is your lawgiver. The Lord is your governor. The Lord is your glory. Be clothed afresh with the garment of the priesthood of this new day. Thank you, Father, for what you have done. A blessing upon your people. Fresh oil upon their life. As you anoint your own to stand against the kings of the earth, may fresh anointing come upon you. The anointing separates you to function in the, pl in the place and in the power of God's goodness. Fresh anointing upon you. Fresh anointing upon you. Fresh grace. The grace to think. The grace, yes, to walk. The grace to rise up. The grace to soar high in the name of Jesus. Let it come upon you. Let it fill your heart. Let it fill your home. May God begin to anoint your hands to war in the name of Jesus. You will not retreat, but you will proceed further in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Oh, hallelujah. We glorify your name. Amen. And amen. And amen. Praise God. Thank you, everyone, this morning. Thank you for joining. Thank you for connecting. Thank you for all the amens. All right. Thank you. Appreciate everyone that has joined us this morning. Yes, I believe that I have greeted everyone yes thank you everyone thank you so much thank you sister uh rena thank you appreciate it uh, everyone thank you for joining us this morning god bless you uh brother bakiso may god continue to impart your life grace and strength and newness amen same with brother mervyn amen your household brother Derek. amen and your new bundle of joy amen elijah we pray for him we ask the lord amen to strengthen him to that, that his life becomes a true Elijah, a seed of Elijah in our day, in our time. May God continue to bless us and encourage us and strengthen every one of us. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Hopefully, I'll see you tomorrow again. Bye-bye.